0: tuning in to another episode of and she shall be called woman I am your host for this hour Rev K and I just have a couple of announcements for this morning um, our first announcement is the Lilac Women's Ministry Women's Day Summer Revival will be held at New Corinth Sunday June the 30th and it's hosted by Pastor Soraya C. Green. And the theme is Watch Me Walk. So if you're in the Las Vegas area and you're looking for a summer revival for women, check out New Corinth's Women's Day revival. And then New Corinth is also having their first church pastoral anniversary. Their theme is Walk by Faith with their guest speaker, Overseer Atawan Carter. And that is Pastor Preston and Lady Robinson. So let's go out and support them. If you're in the Vegas area, that's my second church home, so I have to shout them out. And then, of course, a shout-out to our sponsors. She's Creative. She if She's Creative, we thank you for your blessings and your support. And that will conclude the announcements for this morning. We will have the phones opening up immediately following our lesson this morning. So we want you to be able to call in. If you have any testimonies, prayer requests, comments, we want you to, or just kind words, we want you to be able to call in once the lesson is complete. And our phone number here to call in is 702-609-6123. And we'll give you that number again at the end of the show. Amen. So as we always do, let's start off with prayer so that God will lead us into our lesson and give us what it is he wants for us to see, hear, and to receive this morning so god we thank you right now the name of jesus for another day another opportunity to come before your presence oh god to hear what it is that your spirit is saying into us lord for not just guidance and direction lord god but some of us need encouragement this morning some of us, Father God, need hope, love, Father God. We are just seeking after you this morning. We ask right now in Jesus' name that you will meet us right where we are, oh God, and that you will speak to our spirits, Lord, that we will understand that we have been in your presence, Lord God, and that once we are in your presence, that things cannot go back to being the way that they were. So, God, I ask that you would touch every listener right now under the sound of my voice, that they will know, Father God, that you are here with us, where two or more are gathered in your name. You said you would be. In the midst and we trust that you are not just in with us lord god but you are a part of us in this fellowship and we thank you right now in jesus name amen and so our lesson for today is going to be coming out of the book of mark i'm going to be reading out of a different translation this morning we normally go through the king james version but this morning i'm reading out of the english standard version the esv So if you have your Bibles or your Bible apps, let's just go into our lesson. It's Mark chapter 5, and we're going to be starting off at verse number 21. So Mark chapter 5, verse number 21, and it reads, And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd, a great crowd, gathered about him and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly saying, my little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he went with him and a great crowd followed him and thronged about him And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse. And she heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If I touch even his garment, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, there came the ruler's house, someone who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And he had entered, and he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the father and the mother and those who were with him, and went in where the child was, taking her by her hand, he said to her, Talitha Kumi, which means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking, for she was 12 years of age. And they were immediately overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them that no one should should know this and told them to give her something to eat. Now, we have two different stories in this lesson that we're dealing with. But the title of the lesson for today is simply Press. The title of the lesson for today is Press. What does it mean to press? To press means to urge with force or weight. It means to squeeze or to crush, to drive with vengeance, to hurry. It means to force into service or to straighten. Press is different from striking or from driving. Driving or to strike something means that you have a sudden impulse of force. But press is slow and a continued application of force. And this is why we're given this word for today, to press. We're given the word to press in order for us to move in a continued and a slow matter. Now, think about the woman who had this issue of blood. Think about this woman who had this issue for 12 long years. It says in the word of God that she went to every physician and they weren't able to help her. It says in the word that she spent all of what she had, all of her money, in order to try to fix her issue, try to fix her situation. And we as women of God can find ourselves in this story easily. How many times have you tried to fix your situation that you have been dealing with year after year, month after month, week after week, and you've tried doing it either financially, you want to fix your financial situation? either doing it spiritually you're trying to fix it all by yourself and so she comes to a point where there's no other way but to get into the presence of god it says in a word that she heard about jesus She heard about the healings that he had done. Now, when I was studying this earlier, I realized that before this story even happened earlier in the book of Mark, and we won't go to it because it's a lengthy uh, text, but you can read it on your own time. But earlier in the book of Mark, Jesus is dealing with his disciples, his 12 disciples on this ship where they were overtaken by this storm. And you remember the story, and I'm just paraphrasing, where they say, Master, carest not if thou perish?" And they woke him up, and he was sleeping in in the ship, and they woke him up because they thought they were going to die. And he called them out for their faith. Amen? And so this is before he goes into the other side, before he goes on the other side and begins to deal with this man, this, this synagogue ruler that comes and falls at his feet. Now, this is a man that falls at his feet. This is a man of power and a man of, of authority. And he falls at the feet of Jesus because his daughter is dying. But while his daughter is dying, there's a woman in the crowd that's also dying. His daughter is 12, Jairus' daughter is 12, and this woman has been dying for 12 years because her issue has been going on the same length of time that this child has been alive. Now, picture the two. You have your daughter in the crowd that's trying to get to Jesus and she's dying and has been dealing with this issue for 12 years. And then this man comes and he has a daughter that's dying and she's only 12 years old. And Jesus just dealt with his 12. Look at the number 12. He just dealt with his 12 disciples on the boat saying, why don't you have faith? And the 12 is a biblical representation of a symbol of faith. It represents the church and it's divine authority. That number 12 is very significant in this story, although it's not the focus point of our story today. The focus point is this press. This woman is pressing her way through this crowd. And the disciples, when Jesus asked, who touched me? The reason why they answered and said, well, you have a lot of people pressing up against you. It said the crowd was a great crowd. And when you have a great amount of people following behind you, everybody is touching you. But there is one touch that Jesus realizes. There's one type of touch that he realizes because this touch Not only did he feel, but he felt something releasing from him into her. And it says in a word, it says she felt herself being healed at that moment. So not only did her touching his garment touch him, and pull something from him but it allowed something to go from him into her and that's what we have to look at this morning this pressing how far and how long or how will you press your way to get to christ you may have to press your way on a sunday morning to get to church i'm a living witness that on sunday mornings it is the most difficult time for me to make it into the house of god not just on time but just period sunday morning is a rough time this is where the enemy is busy because he knows when we are trying to press our way and to the presence of God. We are trying to press our way out of our house, out of our comfort zones, out of our beds, out of that mirror, out of that situation into the presence of God. And so there's some things that happen on a Sunday morning like no other morning that you begin to experience. There's some obstacles, there's some, some tribulations, there's some, some some issues. If you're married, you may have some things going on within, within you and your husband or you and your wife. If you have kids, they may be running behind or taking a long time or moving in, in a slow motion state and you're trying to press your way to the presence of God. This woman was trying to press her way because she heard the things that God was doing. She heard the things that Jesus was doing in the city and he came to where she was. He met her in her situation. So that's one thing as women of God that we have to understand. God will meet us right where we are. We don't have to worry about being so perfect. We don't have to worry about being not unworthy. We don't have to worry about our issues and be ashamed of our issues because this woman because she was contaminated because that's what it was. In the Levitical priesthood, it talks about the unclean thing. It talks about in Leviticus chapter 15 about if a woman has had a bleeding or a discharge of bleeding for more than her regular seven day, women of God, you know what I'm talking about, more than her seven day of bleeding, she is considered unclean. And everything that she touches is unclean. And everything that she sits on is unclean. And she is not even supposed to be in public. And so this woman is dealing with hiding through the crowds, but she's pressing. She's dealing with being contaminated or contaminated others. She would have gotten trouble had she not touched Jesus and and touched someone else because she would have rendered them unclean. Isn't it amazing how her touch to Jesus didn't render him unclean, but it cleaned her up just to touch him. And she didn't even touch his body. It said she touched his garment. She said in her mind, if I can just touch, have you ever thought in your mind, if I can just touch, I shall. And you have to get to this point where you begin to use your words in a different manner. Sometimes, Sometimes we would use our verbiage and we we say things that that will condemn us we say things that will 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 allow us to have doubt instead of faith this woman is operating in nothing but faith why why should we get to the point where we can press and operate in nothing but faith because when you get down to nothing this lady had no money she down to nothing and no one she had nobody no one could come near her because of her situation when you get down to nothing you have to know that the only thing that you can have the only thing that you can do at this point in time is to leave and depend on Jesus so she had enough sense to say in her own mind not that I'm gonna give up because he's too far or I'm not gonna press through because it's too many people or I'm not gonna go over there because they may know that I'm not clean and I may find myself in a different situation she said if I can just touch the hem of his garment I shall be she spoke in faith while the disciples were on this on the ship speaking in doubt this woman and I believe that this is why Jesus went there I believe that he not only had to show his 12 this woman that had dealt with things for 12 years he had to show him how strong her faith was because it didn't say that the him healed her it didn't even say that he healed her it said that your faith have made you hold and it it said for her to keep going to go on so you have to understand the power of faith women of god the power of faith has the ability not only to heal but it has the ability to cause you to press it has the ability to get you up when you feel like saying down it has the ability to get you through when you feel like there's no other way it has the ability of get you to where you're supposed to be in the presence of god if you would just press amen we have to know that we have to press our way into the presence of god in order to be able to be healed from our issues now her issue was the issue of blood but we know that we have other issues some of us have the issues of of gossip we have an issue of backbiting you have an issue of lying you have a issue of fornicating you have an issue of adultery you have an issue of of speaking negative you have these other issues but i'm here to tell you that god can deal with every issue that you have he can heal you from every issue that you are dealing with if you would just press your way into him look at those four words that changed the dynamic and the direction of her whole life it took four words for her to say if i i will hallelujah it took four words for her to say something different than what she was saying before i don't know what she said to the physician. I don't understand what she would have said to a doctor that couldn't bring her any type of relief. I don't understand what she could have said to her family that couldn't bring her any kind of hope. But I know what she said to herself. So women of God, all I'm saying this morning is sometimes you gotta talk to yourself. Sometimes you gotta tell yourself and say it in your own mind. You don't have to get on the phone. You don't have to call a girlfriend. You ain't gotta get on Facebook. You ain't gotta go live. If you would just say within yourself, if I, then I will. If I can just touch something, if I can just get in his presence, if I can just press my way, if I can just hold on to hope, if I can just be one more, just one more opportunity to pray for my own situation, then I will be healed. I will be made whole. I will be an overcomer. I will be more than a conqueror. I will be fearfully and wonderfully made. You have to speak over yourself. You have to speak into yourself. This woman of God is speaking into her own self. She ain't waiting for the preacher. She ain't waiting for the prophet. She ain't waiting for the prophetess. She ain't waiting for the pastor. She ain't waiting for nobody to come into her situation. She spoke to her own spirit. She spoke to her own inner being and said, if I then I will. And you have to get to the point where you will speak to your own self and say, if I, Kathy, then I will be made. If I, whatever your name is, I will be. If is a word of courage. It's a word to press. It's a word of a chance. If there's a chance that if I get to this man, if I get in this crowd, if I get past the great crowd, if I get past the multitude, then I will, not I might or I maybe or it's a possibility. That's a speaking of faith. I will is a word of faith. You have to speak faith in your own situation. And we have to be careful because the Bible teaches us that there is life and death in the power of the tongue. If is a word of trust, if I can do it. It's not. A self-centered word, but it's centered around herself. Hallelujah. It's not a self-centered where she's not worried about no one else, but I've been dealing for something for 12 years. I've been dealing for something for a long time. And I went to the places that y'all told me to go to. I went to the doctor and they couldn't help me. I went and spent all that I had. I gave all my money and I gave all that I had to give. And guess what? I'm still in the same situation. God was showing me that sometimes you're going to the wrong people and sometimes you're going about it the wrong way. Way, and that's why we're stuck in our same situation. But if you would just allow those four words to change your mind, if I, and I will, let's just add a fifth word since five is a number of grace. If I, then I will press. I, I will press into the presence of God, no matter what stands in my way on Wednesday, on Tuesday, on Friday, on Saturday, I will press into his presence. Even if I got to press and just be in my room, reading my word, I will press into his presence. Even if I got to press on my knees to worship God in spirit and in truth in my bathroom. I will press into my prayer closet. I will press into my destiny. I will press into where God wants me to be. I will press my way out of this situation. I will not be contaminated. I will not be contained in this body no more where I can't be used by God, where I can't be healed by God, where I can't be moved by God and and I move God. Hallelujah. That's amazing because people were coming to God. And they were asking him for something and they were asking him, can you come? The man in the synagogue, the man that's a ruler says, can you come and lay hands on my daughter because she is near death? He's asking God to come to where she is to lay hands on him. This woman didn't ask God anything. She didn't ask Jesus anything. She said, if I can touch him, sometimes, hallelujah, sometimes you can't wait. Glory to God. Hey, Sometimes you can't wait for God to just, or the man of God to come and lay hands on you. You got to press into a situation where you say, if I can just touch him, ladies, did you know that you can touch? God to where virtue will leave him where he can be busy in a crowd of people he can be busy with a multitude around him but because you have pressed and because you have decided I'm not going to continue to go on dying like this I'm not going to continue to go on in this stuck situation that if I just press my way because of your strength because of your tenacity because of your hope because that you had the opportunity to give yourself a chance to do it that you can reach out and touch Christ yourself hallelujah We wait so many times for people to come and give us a word and to come and touch us and to come and prophesy to us when we can just prophesy to ourselves, when we can say that this sickness is not unto death, when we can press into the presence of God, when we can say, that's it, I'm over this, I am not going to be shut off from the the communities. This lady was in isolation. And do you know what it feels like to be isolated? Do you know what it feels like to have no one around you, to be by yourself, to be in a situation where no one can be near you because you're unclean, because you're sin, because your situation has made you unclean and you can't even be out in society? Do you know how that feels, that isolation, that loneliness, that abandonment? Do you know and understand the feeling of that? This is a feeling, women, we could tap into those feelings when we was left. We can tap into those feelings when we felt abandoned. We could... Tap into those feelings where we felt alone. But God says, for I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you are never alone. Even when you're by yourself, you're not alone. Even when you're all alone in your room, God is still with you. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Amen. And so we have to look at this woman in a different situation. We have to look at her like we we wanna be that woman. I wanna be the woman with the issue. Yeah, I had something going wrong with me. Yeah, I had some things that was going on in my body that I didn't like. Yeah, I had some situations that had me down. Yeah, I had some situations that had me uh, uh, isolated from people, but I pressed my way into his presence because I decided in my mind, I spoke over myself. I encouraged myself. I said within my own heart, if I can, then I I will. Hallelujah. I decided that that was going to be the last day that I live in a dying body, living, dying at the same time. Can you imagine that? You're living, but you're dying. You're living, but you're not alive. You're not thriving. You're not doing anything prosperous. You're not nourishing anything. You're not doing anything at all that would imitate life. She has blood. Her issue is blood. What is your issue, women of God? Her her issue is blood. But what is your issue, women of God? Her issue is blood. I need you to call out your issue to God this morning. I, what is your issue? I I need you to understand that no matter where you are, if you're at home, if you're you're in your car, I need you to call out your issue to God. I need you to say, if if I can just press in your presence, God, that this issue is not blood, but it's this. It's it, it, it's not what she had, but it's this, Lord. I need you to call out your issue to God. See right now. Now it's just you and god all by yourself he said where there's two or more but i don't know where you are while you're listening to this so i'm just here to encourage you that wherever you are and wherever you might be doing i just need you to tell god just even if you have to whisper you can just say it in your mind because we understand in the scriptures that she's not saying it out loud for the crowd to hear she's she's not saying it in a microphone for people to hear she she's not saying it but she said it in her heart if if i will then then i i, I, I can if, if if i can just touch then then i will be healed hallelujah so you can say it in your mind. No one has to hear you. You can moan it. Mm, my God, you you can moan your issue right now, where, right where you are, because no one has to hear what you're going through. Some of those things that we're going through, they they, they have us to cover up. Ha. Glory to God, this lady, because she had the issue of blood, she had to be covered because she couldn't be seen in public as contaminated. So there's no doubt in my mind that she had layers and, and, and layers on top of layers of clothing on to hide her situation. Some of you women right now are hiding behind the layers. A, the layer, the smile, ha, glory to your name, God, that's a layer. You're, you're smiling to keep from crying. Hey, oh, my God. Glory to your name, God. You have layers on, and you put on this fake smile so you can look strong, and, and you put on this fake hallelujah so that you can look like you got all things in control, like you got your life together. But if you can just take off some of the layers and just say in your own mind, if, if I, then I will press. If if I can just to whisper to God, if I can just say it in my mind to God, then I will press my way into his presence and, and guess what? After I am in his presence I don't go back to same. hallelujah Jesus. Isn't it amazing that when we press into the presence of God and we have had an experience with God and we have seen God and we have felt God but oh glory be to God God has felt us that we don't return to the same thing we are not the person that we were when we walked into that crowd when you pressed your way you have to understand women of god that when you have pressed your way that you can no longer be the same woman that you was when you initially started on this journey when you have pressed your way in this presence you can't talk the way you used to talk you can't walk the way you used to talk you can't act the way you used to talk act. You can't think the way you used to think because you have had this amazing experience with the true and the living God. You have had an experience with Christ himself. You have been not just in his presence. Hallelujah. God keeps us hidden in his prayers. We are in his hands. God has control of over every situation, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what the doctor said, hallelujah, no matter what the doctor's report was. See, when she finished with the doctor, she, she was left with her same situation and she didn't have no money. So even after going to the natural doctor, she was left the same. But when you get into the company into the presence of the great physician, you can't be the same. Things must change in you she felt her change women of God can you feel something changing in you even right now even where you sit even where you stand even where you lay even where you drive can you feel something changing on the inside you feel that issue has left because you were faithful enough and you were not ashamed to call it out you said in your head that if I then I will and because by faith God said by faith glory to god jesus told her he said glory to your name god hallelujah jesus he said you who touched me first he asked who touched me and jesus is asking that same question this morning because somebody right now is dealing with a situation an issue And you're trying to press in his presence as you listen to this live broadcast. And and you may have tears running down your face like I have. And, And because you know your issue can't be made abroad. You can't tell mama. You can't tell daddy. You can't tell sister. You can't tell bestie. You can't tell nobody, but you can tell Jesus. And Jesus said, who touched my garments? And the disciples said, you see all these people pressing around. Around you pressing around you and yet you say who touched me and he looked around to see who did it because he understood what he felt ah glory to your name God he understood what he felt not on him but leave him it was the power of God the healing power of God left him he hadn't even had a chance to make it to Jairus' daughter before he was touched and virtue left him, amen? He hadn't even had a chance to go and touch the little girl to say, arise, hallelujah, Talitha, Kumi, he hadn't had this opportunity yet, but yet something has been released from him because yes, Jairus, I understand that your daughter, ah, Eshidiya, I understand that your daughter, my God, needs healing but look at how he addressed the woman with the issue i told you you can't go back in the situation the same she entered in the situation as the woman with the issue but when jesus speaks to her for her to leave he says to her daughter glory to your name he calls her daughter and not woman with the issue We call her the woman with the issue because that's her past situation. Women of God, you got to let people outlive their past situation because what you're calling them doesn't exist anymore because what God is calling her now is daughter. See, Jairus had his own daughter, but Jesus understood that his daughter was pressing. Glory to your name, God jesus understood that his own daughter is pressing her way into the crowd and she needs something that he's holding in his garments he's holding in his 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 body he's holding god's healing power because it's not because of him it's God's power that he's using remember he tells God in heaven prepare me a body cuz he's coming to make good for the bad that we've done amen so if you go back to Leviticus 15 it talks about the priest making an atonement see this woman had she been back in the Levitical days back in the days of the law but God came to fulfill the law so had she been back in the Levitical days after she was done with her issue her bleeding she would have had to make an uh, uh, bring some doves to the priests so that they can make an atonement for her sin but remember she didn't have nothing else so she couldn't come out in the old testament she wouldn't have made it but god had made it new for her because he came to fulfill the law amen and he made it to where she is touching oh glory to your name the ultimate sacrifice. She is reaching out to touch the ultimate atonement, the one that came to reconcile us back into our father. She is touching him, glory to God, the word made flesh to dwell among us. She's touching him, hallelujah, the one that has all power in his hands. She is touching him, glory to your name, God. So she understands, and and if you look at the word atonement, A-T-O-N-E-M-E-N-T. It's at one meant. It's at one. It means unity. It's a a Hebrew word that means unity. It's to make unity. It's to wrong a right. It's to make good for someone else. Glory to your name. We're going to touch that. For someone else that has done a wrong. Amen? It's to make good for someone else. To make an atonement. To to make a sacrifice for someone else's sin. And that's our problem at women in ministry nowadays. You don't want to help nobody else. You you just want to help yourself. You you don't want to help nobody else's ministry because you're too afraid that it may pass up your ministry. Make atonement. Make at one the unity for somebody that's hurting while you're doing so good. Make unity with, with another woman of God that has fallen, that has been dealt with in sin. Make an atonement for her. Glory to God. Because she can't make it for herself. But glory be to God. I'm glad that he brought her out in the New Testament where he came to fulfill the law. Hallelujah. Where he came to set the cast. This free amen where he came to set at liberty those who were bruised hallelujah because jesus came in a different way than we are coming even today so we have to be mindful and we have to be careful that this man that fell down before him even though he came first uh, <laughs> and i just told my best friend this the other day i said the first shall be last and the last shall be first see just because this high priest this this ruler of a synagogue came to jesus first His daughter didn't get hers right away because God's daughter, Jesus's daughter, was in the crowd pressing her way. See, you don't have to worry about your position with Christ. Christ understands who we are. He understands our needs before we even speak them. He understands what we have need of before we even ask. So he understands exactly where you are. When he looked around and he saw who he called his daughter, this is, I believe, the first time, and we have to research the scriptures on this, but I believe that this is the first time that he addresses a woman as daughter. He's calling her his daughter in the midst of, and now you have to understand, everybody, the crowd is still there. This is happening And the great crowd is still there. The multitude is still there. So this is happening in the face of everybody that's looking for him to do miracles, not just the people in the crowd. Think about the disciples. How could the disciples feel? You've walked with Jesus for this amount of time, and yet he tells you you don't have no faith. And this woman just heard about Jesus, and her faith made her whole. She had more faith for the 12 years that she suffered then that was in the 12 disciples that walked with him on a daily basis. Think about that for a minute. Some of us right now are dealing with situations that we don't even have no faith in. And you've been serving God all your life. You've been serving Jesus 10, 15, 20 years, and you still don't believe you've been serving Jesus and you still have these same issues that you had when you start serving Jesus. And the reason why you still have these issues is because you won't believe He said, your faith made you whole. Think about it. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, and we hear that cliche all the time in the church, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's a cliche. You have to really be at the point where you don't mind pressing. You have to really get to the point now, the days and the times that we live in, you can't be embarrassed about your issues. You can't be ashamed not to take them to Jesus. Now, I might be ashamed to tell Momo them, and, and 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 besting them, I may not be able to tell you what I'm going through, but I can tell Jesus all about it. Amen. So my issue, my, my hidden issue, because this woman was hiding, her hidden issue didn't have to be made known to all y'all that's trying to figure out what's going on in somebody's life, calling around, trying to find out what this person is going through. Maybe her issue is just for God, because her faith in him is what's going to make her whole, not my conversation with you. My conversation with you, once I get off the phone with you, I'm still in my situation. I need to talk to somebody that can do something about it. I need to first talk to myself and say, if I, then I will press. Amen? First. I got to talk to myself. I got to talk myself out of old situations. I got to talk myself out of old mindsets. I got to talk myself out of old habits. I got to talk myself out of old behaviors. I got to talk myself out of fear. I got to talk myself out of circumstances. I got to talk myself out of doubt. I got to talk myself out of those words that people spoke over me. I got to talk myself out. So you don't understand the word press is big. It's huge because you don't just have to press by walking. You got to press by thinking. You got to press by doing. You got to press by by believing you got to press you got to move you got to go from one location to another sometimes you got to press through the crowd sometimes it's gonna be a lot of people around you I don't know what it takes for you to get to the God that you say that you believe in that you serve and that you've been with all your life that you grew up on the mornings bench and the evening bench too hallelujah I didn't grow up on a morning bench I grew up in the streets and when I came to know God when he came and rescued me out of my darkness when he came and brought me into the marvelous light I had to press my way and I I press every day and I press every week and I'll keep pressing. I'm going to press, press, press my way into the presence of God so that my situation that I came with will change and I don't leave the same way. Amen. And so you have to understand you can't leave the same way when you have been in the presence of the almighty, when you have been in the presence of the healer, you can't leave still sick. When you have touched the one with all power, you can't leave without the virtue, you got to keep pressing and, and keep believing that your faith will make you heal. Your faith will make you whole. Your faith will get you through. Your faith will keep you in the presence. Hallelujah. It's by faith. Glory to God. Now after his daughter, huh, cause now this is his daughter. He said to her daughter, your faith has made you well go in peace and be healed of your disease. There are some things that you're going through right now. You've been stricken with this issue for so long. Aren't you tired of this issue plaguing you for 12 weeks, for 12 minutes, for 12 months, for 12 days, for 12 years? Hallelujah. Aren't you tired of that same issue that should have been gone? That's still there. Your mouth still the same as it was 12 years ago, you still Acting funky and and, attitude-y and issues with other women in ministry. You still nasty, nice, nasty, as my pastor would call it, nice, nasty. You still got these issues going on. You ain't ready to take yourself To Jesus, you ain't ready to press your way into his presence. You ain't ready for a change. You don't want to be healed. It's got to be something wrong with us if we don't want to be healed by God. It's got to be something wrong with us when we don't want to press into his presence. When we don't want to say, I, 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 if I, then I will. If I, then I will. Now, after all this, now Jesus goes to Jairus daughter and if I'm pronouncing it wrong y'all scholars y'all can call me on the air he goes to Jairus daughter and he said while he was still before he even gets to her while he was still talking to his daughter telling her to go in peace then the word came to Jairus in front of Jesus that says well your daughter is dead So why even trouble the teacher anymore? See, there are some times where we think that God can only heal our living situations. (laughs) But I am a living witness that God will step in your dead situation and resurrect some things, amen? He can step in your dead church and make it alive. He can step in your dead ministry and make it live. He can step in your dead marriage. He can step in your dead relationship, your dead friendships, your dead finances, your dead bank account and call it to arise. Hallelujah. Because he is the risen savior. He is the resurrection. He is the Lord of the Sabbath. He can cause your dead circumstances to be made alive. Amen. And so that's why there is so much ignorance in the crowd. They don't understand the power, the power that just left and he didn't lose power hallelujah the power that just left glory to god they told him they said well why bother the teacher anymore because your daughter's dead i just got a word for you mothers and you women of god out there who may have some daughters in some dead situations <laughs> it ain't over hallelujah until god says it's over they told the man the daughter was dead so leave jesus alone but jesus it says but overhearing what they said jesus said not to the crowd (laughs) not to the crowd jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue he said to Jairus, do not fear only believe do you understand that fear will have you doubting and disbelieving he said, don't be afraid by what you just heard. Don't believe whose report. The Bible says, whose report will you believe? I will believe the report of the Lord. He said, don't fear. Don't fear. Only believe. And then he went on to Jairus' house and he didn't take everybody with him. He, it says he only allowed Peter, James, and John. Sometimes your crowds is too big. That's why I said yesterday, and I thank God for giving me this revelation today. That's what I said yesterday. I'm not on the radio for a crowd. I'm not on the radio for fame. I'm not on a radio to be famous. God said where there are two or three gathered in my name. Jesus only took Peter, james and john sometimes your crowd is too big you're trying to have an entourage of people going to follow you but let me tell you something the same way that they follow you they'll talk about you in the end amen so you got to be careful cut down your crowd god cut down many armies and still won wars that's all i have to say so you don't need a big crowd to see and then once jesus got into the house and the people were in there making a commotion and wailing and 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 loud with it he said to them why are you making such a commotion and weeping This child is not dead. She's sleeping. Jesus had to put him out the room so that he could do his work. Sometimes people shouldn't be able to see what you're doing. Glory to God. You can't have everybody witnessing because everybody in the room that was crying and making a commotion wasn't believing. They knew that they were sending him to get Jesus to come and heal. But yet they didn't even believe to the point where this girl died and they still didn't believe that all power belonged to Christ. Jesus was establishing his authority and his power. He knew that he had all the power in order to not just for the woman to touch him and be healed, but for him to touch the little girl by her hand. He didn't he didn't have to lay her out and slay her on a carpet of the pool of the churches. He told her Talita Kumi, which means. Little girl, I say to you, arise. So sometimes you have to speak, women of God, to that little girl that's still on the inside of you. You have to speak to those little girls that God has gifted you with in your lives, your daughters, your goddaughters, your spiritual daughters. And you have to tell them when they see themselves in a dead situation, Talitha, Kumi, little girl, I say to you, arise. It's okay to encourage your daughter and the next daughter to get up. I just want you to understand before we go and accept some calls here. I want you to understand that God cares, that Jesus cares about all of us, not just as daughters, but he cares about our daughters. And this doesn't negate the sons. He cares about you too. Because if you begin reading, I'm not going to go to the whole thing, but if you begin reading in chapter five of the book of Mark, he deals with the man in the tomb. And I was sharing with my son earlier on the way here. I said, it's amazing because when you read the scripture, the man was living out in the tombs in the graveyard. He was cutting himself, breaking every type of chain there was. They couldn't hold him. But it wasn't until that the demons, the spirits were cast into the pigs. And when the people came and they saw the man sitting there with good sense and good conversation that it says in the scriptures that the people became afraid. See, they ain't afraid of us men yeah y'all not us they're not afraid of y'all men when y'all in chaos they're not afraid of y'all when y'all acting up they're afraid of y'all when y'all sitting there talking with some sense when you are representing yourself and who you're supposed to be that's when the crowd became afraid and not only became afraid but then they got mad because their pigs was gone ain't that amazing i encourage you to read Mark chapter five, it's so enriched with information, but this is a chapter full of people being healed by faith. And so I just came to tell you that the Bible says now faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It says without faith, it is impossible to please God. It says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So you only need, the Bible says you only need, if you have a mustard seed of of faith, you can speak to the mountain and Tell the mountain to move and it shall, hallelujah, move. So, whatever is in your way, whatever crowd, whatever circumstances, whatever situation, whatever downfall, whatever discouragement is in your way, I dare you today to use those five words this week. If I, I will press and press your way out of your situation and into his presence. Amen. We're going to open up the phone lines. If we have any callers, call in to 702. 702- 702-609-6123 we'd love to hear from you and and we have about um 14 minutes to go so we want to make sure that you keep your comments brief so that other people will have the opportunity if any to call in if we don't have any more callers we are going to just continue in getting this enrichment of this word amen amen so the number again 702 609. 6123 if you have any comments if you have any prayer requests if you just want to share a word of your testimony we're going to open up the lines this morning for you to have the opportunity if you have heard the word and you've gotten a revelation of the word today we want you to call in 702-609-6123 amen amen but this word is rich if you go through mark chapter five and you begin to read starting with the man at the tomb and finishing up with the daughter you are going to be blessed by the healing that is taking place in these three different locations god said i jesus went to the tombs the graveyard and healed then he went past the crowd and the woman touched him and she was healed Then he went into the house and healed. So we have to look at it and say, is there anything too hard for God? God can go. He meets us in our situation. That's what I'm most excited about, that no matter where I am, that no matter what I'm going through, that God will come and meet me in my situation, or he will show up. In my situation where i will see that he is there that i will know for certain that he hasn't left me or forsaken me and he may not be on the route for me on his way to jairus's daughter's house but because i said within my own self if i can get to him he ain't gotta come to me but if i can get enough strength to press my way to him to press in his presence then i know that i will be healed amen so I dare you to get a word of pressing in your spirit for this week. I know it's a song right now um, that dropped in my spirit this morning. I'm trying to remember the name of the song so that I can share it with you. Uh, what is the name of the song? Um, it's Leandria Johnson. What is the name of the song? Leandria Johnson. I'm going to think about it. Better days. Better days are coming. And so I don't know what your day was like today. I don't know what your yesterday was like or what type of week you may have had, but I encourage you to allow that song to minister to you in your spirit, better days are coming. It it don't have to stay like this, and that's all I'm saying. You don't have to stay in your same situation. You don't have to. You could choose to, but you don't have to. You don't have to stay stricken for another year, for another day, another week. You can be healed. If you would just trust and believe in God. Amen. So, we have no callers calling in today, but we want you to know that we are going to start opening up the lines for those of you to call in. We're going to start bringing in our guests next month so that we could allow them the opportunity to share about their women's ministry. Uh, my first guest will be She from She's Creative and followed by prophetess linares uh with the hugs ministry and so we just want you to know that we acknowledge you and we pray for you and i'm gonna pray as this song plays in your hearing because we want you to know that better days are coming amen god we thank you right now in the name of jesus for every listener lord god And father god for those that weren't able to catch the show live but will catch the replay lord god we pray for those people right now women men boys and girls and we ask lord god that you would step into their situation meet them right where they are lord god let them know that there is nothing too hard for you and father god we thank you that you care for us so much lord that you would step into a tomb into a dead place and that you would make man alive again hallelujah we thank you lord god that you would pass through crowds and multitudes and that we have the ability to speak into our own situation and press our way towards your presence to be different and to be changed and we thank you lord god that you could speak to a a dead daughter hallelujah and that you would just speak the words for her to arise and she gets up lord god we speak arise to every woman that is listening every man that is listening We speak your words to them, Talitha, Kumi. Get up, hallelujah, arise. We speak your words, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for this broadcast and those that have tuned in. And God, as this song plays in their hearing, let them be encouraged, Lord, that what's coming is better than what left, hallelujah. What's to come, Father God, is better than what is behind us, Lord. That we can stay focused in your word and know that you are God and God all by yourself and we give you the glory the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Second or another minute, not an hour another day, but at this moment with my arms outstretched, I need you to make a way as you have done so many times before. Through a window, or an open door, I stretch my I need you. Needed you before to show up and restore all of the faith that I left, left while I was yet searching the I don't know. See, it's important to understand that just because god allows things that may not be good to us does not mean that it's not good for us (laughs) yeah see a parent fails if the child never learns how to fly i hope i'm talking to somebody today that you have this